the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Tuesday, December the 13th, 2022, in the year of our Lord. On December 13th, 2000, Republican George W. Bush claimed the presidency. It was a day after the U.S. Supreme Court shut down further recounts. Remember those recounts? They counted again and again and again. Hanging chads, dimpled uh, ballots, and on a, we had a whole new glossary of words emerge from that election. And a lot of nail-biting, I'm sure, on the part of many. Al Gore was not to be the next president of the United States. He finally conceded, and um, he did, delivered a call for national unity uh, on today in uh, 2000. Today in 1862, Union forces led by Major General Ambrose Burnside launched futile attacks against entrenched Confederate soldiers during the Civil War Battle of Fredericksburg. The soundly defeated Northern troops withdrew two days later. Today in 1993, the space shuttle Endeavour returned from its mission to repair the Hubble Space Telescope. Today in 2001, the Pentagon publicly released a captured videotape of Osama bin Laden in which the al-Qaeda leader said the deaths and destruction achieved by the September 11 attacks exceeded his, quote, most optimistic expectations. Well, he met his final moment some years later, but he did indeed meet his last moment. I guess they buried his body out at sea somewhere. Uh, that I guess that was some some kind of a formal thing that Muslims do. They they bury the bodies at sea, or that's one of several approved methods, I guess. So that's what they did because I, I remember reading it. Just occurred to me as I was looking at this uh, things that happened today. Uh, I remember that they did that uh, with the thought, our Navy or military, uh, they did it with the thought that if they buried him somewhere, you know, on land where people could come, it would become some kind of a shrine to people who hated America. And so they chose that particular way to do it. Very smart move, I would say. Today in 2003, Saddam Hussein was captured by U.S. forces while hiding in a hole under a farmhouse in Adwar, Iraq. It was very near his hometown of Tikrit. Ten years ago today, U.N. Ambassador Susan Rice withdrew from consideration to replace outgoing Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton. After running into opposition from Republicans, I would say she did. It was very stiff operation uh, opposition from the Republicans. It was over her explanation of the September attack on the U.S. consulate in Benghazi, Libya. Remember that? Uh, how can we forget if we were paying attention? It killed Ambassador Chris Stevens and three other Americans. Rice had first gone on television, and of course the, the networks just you know were at her disposal. 
And she had said she'd gone from network to network to network. I mean, it wasn't like a one-time thing. It was everywhere she could get a camera, and they were all available to her. She um, she said that the attack was not was not due to you know lax you know administration on the part of Clinton, Hillary, and so on. She said the attack had actually stemmed from a spontaneous protest over an anti-Islamic video. An assertion which later proved incorrect, Associated Press says. It was, I would say that's an understatement. The assertion was a lie from the get-go, and everybody knew it. They did not do what they did in Libya because some guy in San Diego, I think it was San Diego, Southern California somewhere, had made this video that was not kind to Islam. That had nothing to do with it. They just pulled these things out of the hat. I mean, they'll say anything to try to get their point across or try to mislead the public. And this is just one more in a thousand ways that they do this. Video reports from El Paso, Texas yesterday indicate that a record-setting large group of more than a thousand migrants crossed the border overnight from Mexico over the weekend. One day, Border Patrol agents reportedly have had more than 5,000 in custody with nowhere to place new migrant arrivals. They don't even know what to do with them. So many are coming across our border. And our leadership in America keeps saying our borders secure. They actually said those words over the weekend. Our border is secure. I I don't know who can believe them, but apparently some do. There was a video tweeted by uh, yesterday that review by um, I forget the name of the person. He was somebody in the in a conservative news organization. I wanted to give him credit, but I can't remember now. But anyway, uh, it reveals a steady stream of migrants crossing the border from Mexico to into El Paso, just El Paso, and the group. It was a group of more than one thousand in that particular group crossing overnight. It is said to be the largest ever single illegal migrant crossing event. In U.S. history. How do they think this can end well if they just keep doing what they've been doing? I don't know. I, I, I tell you, the more I know about progressivism and cultural Marxism and so on, and I know a lot because I've been studying it since I was really a youth pastor, but during my days as a pastor and, and so on, the more I know the less I understand what drives these people, except to say that they walk in darkness. They truly do. The psalmist wrote in Psalm 138, verse 7, Though I walk in the midst of trouble, thou wilt revive me. Thou shalt stretch forth thine hand against the wrath of mine enemies, and thy right hand shall save me. Some of the most encouraging words ever written by a scribe, I think. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And that wasn't the scribe talking. It was Jesus. These are troubling times. There's no question about that. Um, All we have to do is have a kind of a cursory understanding of the news or knowledge of the news. It, it is 
unparalleled times. Look, If you look deep into ancient history, you find some of the barbaric things that we're doing today in this supposedly enlightened culture of ours. We find some of those things in ancient barbaric um, history, but not to the degree, <clears throat> because there are more people now, of course, and there are more ways to communicate. But we find that people today are lost in the darkness of the hour. And it is just unbelievable what we've allowed ourselves to do, to believe, and to be doing and advocating for. The Cambridge Dictionary appears that they've now followed Merriam-Webster. Noah Webster would roll over in his grave if he could see what they've done to his dictionary. But it looks like Cambridge Dictionary have, have followed them down this rabbit hole into this woke oblivion by changing the definition of woman to appease transgender radicals. has nothing to do with reality. It's what the radicals want. So they change the meaning of words in the dictionary to meet their philosophy. I mean, how bad is it when you can't trust the dictionary? Though it remains inconclusive, one news organization wrote, as to when the Cambridge Dictionary made the switch to include transgenderism, the definition for woman now includes the following as a subset of the actual definition. Quote, an adult who lives and identifies as female, though they have been said to have had a different sex at birth. That is the official definition of the American dictionaries of a woman. The definition then includes two, two uh, example sentences, like how, the, how you can use the word. The first one is, quote, she was the first trans woman elected to national office. And the other sample statement of how you can use these words, the word woman, Mary is a woman who was assigned male at birth. So if somebody's looking up in the English dictionary, and they want to know what a woman is, that's what they're going to find. And that has happened just in the dark of night, just while you while we were sleeping. They've changed it. As far as the public, the uninformed public is concerned. According to the archives, dating back to March of 2022, nobody knows for sure when Cambridge did this, but somebody did some research on it, and they, they said that... Uh, the Cambridge Dictionary only featured the normative def definition of the word woman to mean an adult female human being until March. And then as we slept, as I said, overnight, they changed it to all this other stuff, this mumbo jumbo. Mary is a woman who was assigned male at birth. That's how you define a woman? I'm married to a woman. She's none of that. How do you, how do you accept that? Well, we don't. We resist it with all of our heart, with our prayers, and with our actions. I'll tell you, God is not pleased with this. He will not always allow this to continue without some consequence. Dr. Rachel Levine, a man who identifies as a woman, is trying to enlist children's doctors and nurses into the transgender activist movement, urging them to become evangelists and preach the gospel of transgenderism. Anything less would be a betrayal of their profession and science itself, he, he argues, who he claims to be a woman now. 
This is particularly troubling to me, and I hope it is to you, because Levine is the Assistant Secretary of Health at the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. He is the Biden administration. Rachel Levine claims there is a large population of biological males who are really female and vice versa. These people are likely to commit suicide unless doctors pump them up with drugs to delay puberty, introduce a hormone disease into their bodies, and perhaps even more healthy body parts be removed. That sounds barbaric, doesn't it? It is. But it's 2022 in America. One nation under God, indivisible. There is a part of America that is not under God, and we are not indivisible. We are divided to the core over craziness like this. Levine, who graduated from Tulane University School of Medicine, further said that opposition to this treatment, (laughs) he's a doctor running around with long hair and pearls around his neck, saying he's a woman. I mean, God help us. He says this treatment represents a hateful attack on science and compassion, one that all doctors must condemn as a damnable heresy. He's talking about anybody who disagrees. That would be me. I disagree with that. So I'm hateful? I lack compassion? And what I'm saying to you now in the minds of these folks is a damnable heresy. That's where we are. Of course, his sermon did not speak the plain truth of what he really meant. He couched his pseudo-religious view. There's a parallel realm of reality where biological males such as himself are really female and vice versa, and their biology is a lesser reality to be kind of warped in pursuit of this higher realm in scientific terms, studying, citing studies that a phenomenon that is imperfectly understood. What's imperfectly understood about these people is that God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Child abuse is despicable, and that's what this is about, and God will not always allow this to continue. That's where we are in our country today. I cannot believe in my lifetime, yes, I'm over 40, but I'm not 100. In my lifetime, the changes I've seen are unbelievable. I think a lot of you would agree with that. If you take a moment and just look back over your lifetime, you go, man, where did all this come from? Well, it comes from a turning away from God. That's where we are today. There's not a Republican or a Democrat in this country, I'm, I'm sad to say, but I must say, that can fix this. Not one. There's some that can make some good policies, and they can certainly begin to turn the ship of state in the right direction. But until we get on our knees before God and repent, and our hearts are changed, our minds are changed, our outlook, our worldview, our whole idea of existence has changed by the power of God. And it's simple. It's not complicated. All this gobbledygook, this so-called, I guess he is a doctor who thinks he's a woman. But that's not going to stop. 
until we stop it. And I'm not talking about the human aspect of this. I'm talking about the spiritual dynamic of it. Yes, it matters who's in office. I mean, we should absolutely vote. God has called us to vote. But I will tell you that this is beyond a Joe Biden or a Donald Trump or a Ron DeSantis or whatever. God help us to make the right decisions. And we certainly didn't in the last election. God help us to make the right decisions going forward. But we need more than that. We need God to help us. We need to be restored and renewed by the power of God. Excuse me. I. We need him to save us from ourselves. When I see what's happening to our country, my heart is broken. When I see what's happening to our children, I can hardly talk about it, about what they're doing. In a video that this guy, this Levine, who is in a very high office, thank you, President Biden, in a video that he made for the medical group at Pittsburgh University, he said, I believe in our role as truth tellers. He's a liar. And the truth, he said, quote, and the truth is that we need to confront now is the medicine and science are being politically perverted. Well, since he mentioned perversion, let me tell you where the perversion is. It's not in that medicine and science are being politically perverted. He's talking about people who disagree with the transgender movement. It is the talk. You can't look at a website. You can't look at a news source today, whether it's Christian or whether it's secular, without somebody is talking about this issue. This is the primary issue in our country today. The greatest country in the history of the world, the most prosperous, the most free, the most enlightened, spiritually speaking, at one time. We are now having this conversation, and I'm talking about it, pointing out to anyone who will listen to me on the radio that it's wrong. There shouldn't even be a need to have this conversation, much less to point out that mutilating little kids that are four and five and six years old who think they're a boy when they're a girl or think or vice versa because they've been indoctrinated in a government-run public schoolroom. We should never have to have this conversation. But here we are. This guy, this Levine, he told doctors, he said, I encourage all of you to think of yourselves as ambassadors to the communities, ambassadors for science, ambassadors for compassion, ambassadors for care. He's talking to doctors. He is a doctor. These conversations don't have to be limited or restricted to a medical setting, he says. Offer yourselves as informational resources, not just for youth, but for school teachers, principals, school boards, professional organizations, recreation centers, county commissioners, and others who would benefit from this information and from your perspective. Please, he said, proactively seek opportunities to speak about what you know, he says, as doctors. Translating all of that, indoctrinate every aspect of society with the lie that transgenderism is normal. That's what he's telling the medical science to do. It reminded me of the call of Christ himself to all of us to go into all the world and preach the gospel, but he has perverted that. 
And he's saying, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel of transgenderism. And it is a religion to these people. It's a cult. He said, our task is to educate. I'm quoting this guy. He's assistant secretary of human resource, HHS. He says, our task is to educate the public in as many forms as possible. And we need to have these conversations to question the assumptions that are underlying today's attacks on trans people. An attack in his mind is somebody that disagrees with him or someone else who is a so-called transgender. He said, pushing back the veil of ignorance demands this extra effort, and this is the challenge before our profession. That isn't the greatest challenge before their profession. The greatest challenge before their, uh, their profession is having enough doctors and nurses in hospitals to take care of people that are sick. And we don't have that anymore in America. He paints this dire picture of oppressed people, citing high rates of suicidal thoughts, attempted suicide. He blamed this predicament on the demonic, he used that word, demonic society. Levine says in this video that he made for instruction to the University of Pittsburgh Medical School and doctors that were listening, he urged doctors to, quote, join the side of angels. And he painted all of the opponents who disagree with the transgender movement as demons. After professing that he has no room in, in his heart for hatred, he urged doctors to, quote, work together against this intolerance that would dare push back against our worldview. He's an appointee of President Biden. Thank you, President Biden. I'd like to just say something to my friends who might be listening. I have friends. And I like I like them, and I've known them. Some of them I've known for years, who are considering consider themselves to be the religious left. They vote for the Hillary Clintons, and yes, the Joe Bidens when we have elections. I'd just like to ask my friends on the so-called religious left that if any of you are listening, I know some of you do. I know that. Explain to me how it is that God's will that you elected this administration. How do you? F- Set that up with the God whom you claim to love and serve. And I'm not questioning your love of of Christ. But I'm asking you, how do you do that? How do you punch punch the ballot for a Joe Biden who is giving us this in our country today? How do you square that up when you put your head on the pillow at night and say, now I lay me down to sleep to the Lord Almighty God whom you serve? How do you square that up? Do you ask forgiveness? Or do you just brush it aside and say, well, the Republican Donald Trump is an immoral man and go to sleep? I mean, I don't know. I don't understand it. And I've been around a while. And I've preached a lot of sermons. And I've talked to a lot of people. And I've done a lot of counseling. I don't get it. How do you go there? I mean, how do you justify that before Almighty God? I understand how non-Christians do. People who claim to be followers of Jesus Christ, devout Catholics, or whatever. I understand how they do. They're walking in darkness. But you, if you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you're, not, you're supposed to not be walking in darkness. You're supposed to be walking in the light of the truth of God's word. How do you punch the ballot for guys like this who do these kinds of things and go to sleep at night and continue to serve the Lord with all your your mind, your heart, your strength, and so on. I don't know. I'll never quite know other than just simple deception. 
Anyway, I love you, my friends on the left, in the Lord. Levine claims that those who attack our community are driven by an agenda of politics, and it has nothing to do with medicine. It has nothing to do with science. I'm quoting him. It has nothing to do with warmth, empathy, compassion, or understanding, he says. He says, those people, that would be me, and I hope you as well, he said they're rejecting the value of supportive medicine, rejecting well-established science, and simply rejecting basic human compassion. This is not science, and it's not compassion, and it's certainly not well-established. The Florida Department of Public Health determined in April that Systematic reviews on hormonal treatment for young people show a trend of low-quality evidence, small sample sizes, of course, medium to high-risk bias. It cited an international review of psychiatry study stating that 80% of those seeking clinical care will lose their desire to identify with the opposite sex by the time they're in their late teens. This isn't science. This trend extends far beyond Florida. In Sweden, they've come out at this Karolinska Hospital. They announced in May that they would not prescribe hormonal treatments to minors anymore under 16 because they changed their mind. They don't want to be. They're they're not transgender. They're just kids confused, particularly in today's environment. In June, Finland released the same kind of medical guidelines. Britain's National Institute of Health and Care Excellence, NICE is the acronym, uh, they concluded that the evidence for using puberty-blocking drugs to treat young people is very low and that existing studies of the drugs were small, subject to bias, and confounding. I would say so. There's regrets. There's a mountie. There are thousands of kids, thousands of young adults now coming out and saying, what have you done to me? I followed your advice. I mean, it is everywhere. I wrote an article on this today on our website, faithandfreedom.us, and I linked to a number of stories of people, but I mean, it's, it's by the hundreds and by the thousands now that are coming out and they're saying, I got caught up in this. I was taught this at school. Uh, some doctor influenced me. And I mean, little girls are saying, I, I, I really am a girl. I want to be a girl. But I had my, my breasts removed. And I mean, it is demonic but that's what's happening in our country today there's so much more that i would like to say or wouldn't like to say actually but should say and could say but i think i've said enough i think you've gotten the point tyler o'neill wrote an article about this in the signal which is a part of heritage foundation he said yet levine's dogma will not abide the testimony of heretics His harvest is plentiful, the workers are few, so he urges doctors to preach the gospel of gender-affirming care and drive out the demons who dare say that children should not mutilate their bodies. That makes me weep for our kids. I love kids. I love my own, our kids, our grandkids, and I love your kids, whom I've never met in many cases. God just made me that way. I guess that's why I was a youth pastor for so many years. I couldn't quit. Jesus loves the little children, all the children of the world. This is not love. It is not compassion. It is demonic.
what they're bringing upon our kids. Thank you for your support of this ministry, Box 399, Bellevue 98009. We need your help. Thank you. I'll see you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.